so the sound you just or the song you just heard rather is uh called shotgun hit and it's by cathartic output i really love cathartic output they're a chicago-based independent music artist and they reached out to me um because they wanted to you know provide a sound for the chillinois podcast so shout out to cathartic output you can find them on instagram social media wherever or at catharticoutput.com support your local chillinoians folks and in that spirit I am joined uh, by a few lovely folks that offer one of the coolest services I think there is in Illinois, um, and I think it's it's like a core to like the the cannabis culture because like when I went to Colorado, um, one of the first things I looked into doing was meeting other stoners and finding a safe way to get from dispensary to dispensary and a safe way to consume. And well, I think we have the answer for Illinois. So. Um, James, I think you said you wanted to kick off. James, introduce yourself, and uh, we'll go down through everybody else. Awesome. So my name is James Gordon, Executive Director for Shy High Tours, Executive Director and Owner for Shy High Tours. Um, you can always find me making noise at The Grit Maker on Instagram. That's where I'm definitely at. I'm also at The Grit Maker on Facebook and LinkedIn. Check me out. Same name. Hell yeah. Thanks for joining us, James. Who's next? Edgar, you go Hi. ahead. Or yeah, Amanda, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, I'm Amanda, Advocacy Amanda 420 on Instagram. I am one of the tour managers. Um, I have been in the industry for five years. I used to work at a dispensary as a bud tender and patient liaison. And now I am a consultant for Nurmagi as well as a tour manager at Shahid Tours. Awesome. And Edgar, it's hazy over there. I can't see you through the haze. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> too big. Uh, hi, everybody. My name is Edgar. Um, I'm the other manager for Shy High Tours. I've been in the uh, cannabis industry for uh, a long time uh, as a consumer um, and just as a, as a general uh, adventure, as I lived in a van one time and uh, traveled through California and the Pacific Northwest uh, uh, experiencing uh, cannabis. Hell yeah. So once again, thank you all for, for joining us today. One thing I forgot to mention before we got on air, so folks, you're, you weren't able to see it. Edgar was blowing clouds. So it's an audio-only podcast. In the future, we might start doing more video. But that's that's besides the point. Tell us a little bit about Chai High Tours. Chai High Tours. So, you know, um, for me, Chai High Tours was, was definitely a brainchild of mine. It came from the idea of coming out of the, the corporate healthcare space and want to venture into an industry where, honestly, I could be myself. I can really dive into something that is revenue producing, but I don't have to put on the mask that you have to do in corporate atmospheres. Like I don't consume, even though I've consumed for probably the past 20 plus years, I had to like hide that in the corporate world. It just seems so ill, especially healthcare world. Um, once getting out of that particular industry, I knew that the cannabis industry was calling me. I knew that it was an industry in where I can be myself. I can do what we're doing right now, have an intelligent conversation, lighting up, consuming, and not having the stigma of um, silly, stupid, or stoned um, to go along with it. So, you know, the cannabis industry became really the, the direction for me. And then I always looked for a micro space to enter that isn't so saturated. Dispensaries, cultivation, highly saturated part of the industry. Tourism was the part that I felt was a void, 
but also the educational part of tourism. I think um, one thing that will be seen clearly with our tours compared to California, compared to Colorado, is their tours, I think, are geared on the more fun side of cannabis. So you'll have a lot of party bus scenarios. I realize that it, we're in Illinois. We're in a state that's full of educational opportunities, full of great architecture. I saw an opportunity to provide an educational tour, an educational program, and really allow the Midwest to maybe be seen as the educational front of the cannabis space. And I figure the movement of Shy High Tours can really help start to do that. Well, hey, I commend you for that because we are, unlike Colorado and California, we're, we're really close to, you know, the Bible Belt, if you will, and who else needs education on cannabis? And I don't mean to be, you know, sliding, but, like, that that is a large segment of the population where it's like, you know, um, they, they could use a little bit of a professional exposure and a, gu- a guide you through the experience. And, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. so I commend you on, on setting down that trying to achieve those goals. But of course, of course, to make anything accomplished the proper way, you need a team. And um, that's where Edgar and Amanda comes in as far as their, their knowledge of not only the cannabis space, but Chicago's cannabis culture was very essential if I knew I was going to be able to be successful in this opportunity. Yeah. So I want to ask Edgar and Amanda about the experience here in a moment, but before we get too much further, Got a website, uh, the ha- handles for Chai High Tours. I believe it's at Chai High Tours on Instagram, right? Good, gotcha. Edgar. But we have it for, for our URLs and everything. Yep, uh, Chai High Tours is going to be our Instagram uh, handle, and our uh, website is going to be shyhightours.com. Perfect, folks. That'll be in the uh, podcast description if you want to just paste it right into your uh, browser. But if not, I'm going to go ahead and spell it out for you. It's C H I. H-I-G-H-T-O-U-R-S dot com. So, uh, yeah, tell us about the experience because I don't want to I, – I can put it in one word. It's magical, but I want to hear from your, from your perspective. Yeah, I mean, uh, our tours, uh, currently we do a few different tours. So we have the classical tour, which is educational-based, uh, giving – Uh, clients information about cannabis knowledge, breaking it down uh, as far as terpene profile, information, grow, products, dosage, ratios, any and everything educational base. And then as well as we have the Beer and Buds Tour, uh, our beer aficionado Edgar uh, is very well versed in the Chicago beer scene. So we are conjoining the two cannabis as well as the beer scene in Chicago and we touch a lot on local breweries as well as uh, you know being able to continue that deep history in the brewery world as well as with cannabis and the history of prohibition how they both kind of correlate the prohibition of beer prohibition of cannabis and how we're moving forward in the future along with social equity and having local uh, growers, brewers as well. Yeah, gosh, that context is so important too because there are a lot of yeah. parallels. I mean, prohibition clearly doesn't work, and uh, it's really no, cool. Absolutely not. It's good that you guys use that example of beer. That, like you said, there's a really uh, booming local craft brew scene here in Chicago, Illinois, and um, 
people people get it when you because beer is kind of like uh it's customary you know you use it as seasoning for the turkey sometimes right so it's not like scary and when you when you point out that like hey you know our society has treated this substance like this like they're treating this substance cannabis you know mm -hmm. that's a really good parallel to draw and, and I think it just it goes it into the history of of beer and 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 uh cannabis like you were saying in the aspect of how it became illegal you mm -hmm. know and it, the the illegality of cannabis uh was just based on a lot of lies and propaganda and uh political matters and cannabis or i'm sorry and alcohol um kind of uh saw the same thing and uh and then they saw that they, they couldn't handle the, the the outlaw and they were seen and there was money and there was demand for it so they started to figure out how we can make it legal for alcohol and uh cannabis has gone through the same thing you know once uh people started seeing or legalization started happening uh, they started seeing the money, and now you're seeing these people that are uh, against cannabis for a long time, um, or prosecuted people against cannabis, now are joining uh, the cannabis world uh, in, in, in some form of investment. Yep. Absolutely. Well said. And, you know, it, it's that, it's exactly that, what Edgar said, why I think our tours are so essential, because it, it's fascinating to know that even with all the technology we have, with, with the fact that you can Google so much information, what people have faced as far as outlawing cannabis from the 30s, their mindset, a lot of, a large percentage has changed very little as far as their thoughts of cannabis. The stigma that was felt back in the 30s and 40s is still living in you know, small parts of the generation now. And I think with our tours, we, get, we begin to dispel those particular Stigmas. We begin to dispel those lies and, and begin to outreach the truth, which I think becomes beneficial, but the way we do it is still entertaining. Yeah, that's yeah, awesome. We go as deep, you know, with our tours on, on educational. Every tour has education forward, first and foremost. Our education is solid. Uh, we go as easy as, you know, what category is cannabis and how to go through a cannabis menu. And now we're touching on subjects like Delta 8, what's very new in the industry, and social equity. And being that myself and Edgar have worked in Illinois cannabis for, you know, I've been there for five years and Edgar's been in the industry for some years now as well. So we have a first-hand view and first-hand knowledge and so we're bringing you into the, the little scope or the world that you'll never see. There's so much that goes on in the industry, in the dispensaries, cultivations that a lot of people don't know. And it, it's our job, it's our right to advocate for others and to give them the knowledge that they're seeking. Absolutely. Preach. <laughs> Preach. So you said that classic educational tour, the Beer and Buds tour, um, were there any others? So we are working on others. Um, we were working on our jazz tour. Uh, we're not even working. We're waiting on just COVID-19 uh, restrictions. Sure, sure. Uh, that we, we, we do want to give the experience as uh, it's meant to be. So um, it's important to, to, to have music in a jazz tour. <laughs> so yeah. we're waiting on that. Well, and I just pulled up your website. I don't, you know, I am so fucking excited that I'm seeing this on your website for coming soon. Yeah. Uh, comedy yeah. and cannabis tour. 
uh, oh, like yeah. core tenet of this podcast. We have comedian, local comedians on all the time. Yeah, that is so exciting to see. So that that one's even coming sooner uh, than than, uh, than than anything else. Uh, we're working with the Laugh Factory to make it happen, uh, and so that one's going to be an experience <laughs> where we're going to pick you up, take you to dispensary, do the 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 class, uh, and then we'll end the, at the show, and uh, you go from there uh, there on. Um, as well, we are working on some special events as well with um, having local jazz bands. Um, and then we will be doing that. It'd be like a ticketed event and uh, we'll be putting that on our social media and our website as well. Yeah. That's, that's so awesome. That makes yeah, me sick. That's, that's going to be a great one right there. We want to, we want to go to normalize. We want to normalize the scene of cannabis use. We want to normalize the fact that you laugh when you're high. We want to normalize just the approach of everything. And I think these kind of tours in a city like Chicago that sees 40 million tour, um, tourists a year, um, is a great opportunity to help do that. Yeah, yeah. Well, and I just, I've, like I say, we've had a few comedians on, and I always like, I'm well since COVID has been a thing. Now we're going to be trying to have more on so they can promote their dates and things are coming back to normal. And it's funny how easy it is to to get a comedian to to work with you because they just they love cannabis users. They're like, dude, these people laugh. They they make my job easier, you know. Yeah. So. <laughs> Because who doesn't want to get medicated and laugh at the same time and enjoy exactly. themselves? <laughs> Good group to test your material out with. Good group. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. So tell me, tell me about like what what the experience is like. like let's say I uh, choose the the um, classic educational tour. We we meet up up someplace, right? How how does it all start? Yeah, so for the classic tour, uh, we typically will pick different meetup spots throughout the city. Um, sure. And then we'll everyone gets a welcome spiel. We make sure everyone is 21 and above and that they have the tickets on the tour, as well as sanitize and masks on at all times. Uh, then we get on our beautiful bus, which uh, has air conditioning, music, as well as television. So we're able to have you have a great experience. You are welcomed with a goodie bag and you have a couple of nice things, uh, grinder, papers, you know, things to get you enjoying your tour. And then we start uh, headed to the dispensary. Uh, typically, we visit the Herbal Care Center on Western and Ogden. Nice. And just uh, in route, we talk about the history of dispensaries and cannabis and uh, as well as information about the product menu, what type of products uh, people are looking for, as well as any welcoming to cannabis. Uh, we typically find people that come on this tour from out of state, and they're from states that are not very welcoming to cannabis. So it's wonderful to welcome them into a recreational and a medical state, and they can see the rules and understand the laws and we're taking them in for the first time to a dispensary, which is amazing. <laughs> yeah, you're like probably um, have then, to work work people out of like it's like it literally is post traumatic stress disorder, like where you know you probably have somebody in the back of the bus like just like hiding almost. It's like no, sir, sir, you can enjoy that. You don't have to hide. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> That's the okay. incredible thing is that we you know we don't you know for you regular cannabis users become so regular to go to dispensary and you know the process and the system but, you know I, I look back at the first time i went to the dispensary and like you said it was psd where i was like oh, at the products i was like this feels wrong a little and i was you know they're like oh here's some little tweezers you can touch it i'm like 
you, you serious? Like, <laughs> and I'd be like, is this like a prank thing? Like, there's a cop somewhere? And then it's like, <laughs> like work it out of it. And uh, it's incredible to see that people are joining, um, see that happening. We, we're able to talk them through, you know, this is what they're going to ask. This is what, what you need to get in. Um, this is and and um, and it's great when they could get out and they're so happy and they're just excited and looking through all their products and um, they're you know we before we go in we are we teach them how to dosage edibles so if they do buy edibles you know they're not gonna all of a sudden eat all of them at yeah, once go to outer so space this yeah. a crucial fun spot to do it <laughs> and to to lead them through that process absolutely it's like sir we really- want we want you to be in this bus we want you to stay in this bus we don't want you to go into outer space today. Maybe and sometime in the future. Experience. Yeah. Sorry, <laughs> James. I cut you off. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. No worries. I was going to say um, the good thing is, you know, we keep we, throughout our tours, you know, whether it was the classic, whether it was the beer, butt and bites. It's 420, not. people. I'm sorry. Oh, I just, wait a minute. Hey. Hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> we only had five more seconds, so I had to say it. I had to say it. <laughs> I cut you off twice. I'm sorry. No, it's all good. Happy 420. Happy 420, folks. Happy 420. Smoke them if you got them. That, um, the fun thing about our tours, no matter which one it is, classic, beer and bud, or jazz tour, is we go from that moment Edgar just mentioned of being experimental on, 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 on cannabis and learning and, and overcoming your fears by going in dispensaries. But then on the ride, as we're going to different areas throughout the city of our destination, it stops. You begin to learn about things that you can't really Google. You know, things about Chicago's um, cannabis culture, like social equity issues that you're not going to find in the press. You're going to find that through the knowledge and experience that Edgar and Amanda have about the city. So I think we go from that fun moment to back to a little educational moment so you can leave this tour really informed. Yeah. Hell yeah. That is That sounds so cool. I'm going to have to go on one of these tours. I'm going to have to hit <laughs> oh, you guys yeah. up when we're up there. Yeah. Yeah. So that'd be super cool to do. Yeah, to just to just. Cause, cause again, I did it in Colorado, but like you said, James, it felt like a party bus. Um, and we're not, I'm just not a partier. I, I don't really think that's much of a, like a cannabis user thing. Like, woo, like we don't, we're not much <laughs> like that type of, but, uh, I, yeah, I like, I'm looking forward to like a nice laid back feeling. I think I'm definitely going to have to do the comedy one. Um, but also <laughs> the jazz one just sounds so, so informative and so, so cool. So yeah. how, um, what, what is it like to give people that experience? Can I ask you that? Like, does it like when you see them come back and have that look on their face, like they were just in a candy store, like, what is that like? The funniest to me is when, um, cause you, you kind of lead them up to the counter and then we step away and we let them have their experience with their bud tender and stuff. And to me is the, the body language is probably the most interesting because you see them at first be a little tense and then they start asking a, a thing and then they start asking about one product and two and three and four and seeing that excitement of them and then they're just uh so so quickly to even get out um and just look at their products as soon as they can and and um and that, that's the thing that's the funnest part of it seeing as the excitement off of it going from fear to, to happiness yeah yeah and seeing that aha moment like when you say something like we've talked we touched so much and helped so many of our guests even learn about vocabulary uh, in cannabis. So everyone, you know, as soon as they come on the tours, they know that marijuana is a very racist term and we do not use that on the tour. We say the proper word of cannabis, yep. you know, a, a medicine, we medicate, 
you know? So being able to give people like, oh, that aha moment, like they're learning something. Yes, yeah. it's fun. Yes, cannabis can be fun and we laugh and we enjoy it, but it's also a learning experience. So by not only showing them that, but also encompassing their environment with that, with the dispensaries and with the bud tenders and then the products and the city, it's really rewarding to see all of that co coexist together. Hell yeah. Absolutely. For me, actually, it's um, whenever we're whenever we're taking our guests to one of our learning center stops, like Soul & Wellness um, in the city, and we're able to see everyone congregating and socializing um, throughout cannabis education and process. Yeah. To see that right there, people that you just met an hour ago, having this social connection, that to me makes me feel rewarded. That is super cool. That is super cool. Cause in, in other contexts, like it's like, well, you are making the content like you guys, that's what you guys do. Like I was going to say, there's not really any other scene right now in Illinois where you can just go and you know, you're going to meet other like-minded folks. And so yeah. I th feel like what you're seeing is people being like, Oh, you know, like, the, these guys, they're they're like me. I'm gonna I'm gonna go over and introduce myself and chat. That's there's no wrong questions being asked. There's no wrong scenarios. That's uncomfortable. I got goosebumps. Everyone's diving in. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's yeah, and, and, cool. and it's and it's fun because it just turns out to be a pretty much just a hangout. You know, we 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 talk about a certain point and it's open to anybody to share. And you know, we've heard stories about people's cannabis experience in other countries. You know, um, in different states, you know, Illinois being that I always consider the little cannabis island with having so many states having it illegal around us and seeing how those experiences from people that are each a state away is completely different than ours. Yeah. Well, to quote Forrest Gump, I am not a smart man. Um, <laughs> I'm going to ask a dumb question. Maybe. There are no dumb questions in cannabis. <laughs> I just okay. I, I just had to get the excuse to quote Forrest Gump. That's all. <laughs> um, there's plenty of water on the bus. Like I don't I don't got to worry about getting caught in mouth. Oh yeah. no, we have a little cooler. Oh, the yeah. Yeah, a little okay. Cooler. Uh, like even yesterday, we were at a, a Goose Island for a beer tour, and uh, they were doing like a sampling of uh, sort of local snack company, and mm -hmm. uh, we asked them to come in, and they get a, gave a little spiel and gave us a bunch of snacks. That was going to be my second question. Are there going to be, yes, yeah, snacks? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Munch yes. cheese available, you know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Gotta handle that. Yeah. I can't they think know, of a better time. People let us know if it's their birthday. We'll get them a little treat kind of situation. So it's uh, it's pretty fun because, you know, we we, we get to, to set the experience. And, um, you know, the, the, there's really no limit to what we can do and not do because it's, it's going to be fun anyways. Yeah, and I imagine as we get back to uh, normal, new normal, whatever you want to call it, um, everybody's getting vaccinated, and we don't have to wear masks outside anymore, right? That's cool as hell. Um, <laughs> if you have if you have the vaccination, apparently you don't have to wear the mask outside, so that's cool. I feel mm -hmm. like we're getting closer to a point. I think JB Brisker just announced the state's going to be open soon, quote unquote open in July. I mean, July I, one, at least. Yeah, I I feel like all these things. Uh, mean that you guys are going to be getting a lot more busy. So my question is, I'm sure it's getting crazy already. Um, how, how do folks, what's the best way to like, can you book ahead, go to your website and book ahead? Have like, yeah. 
Yeah, all of our tours are booked through our site. Um, there's there's no payment like at the door or at the bus per se or day of. Sure, sure, um, sure. If you happen to know where our location is at, you have to book through our tours. Um, we um, more so encourage group um, groups. I think um, experiencing experiencing cannabis and, and the experience of it just on your own, it's cool. It's all right if you're yeah. a loner, no problem. But we encourage groups because I think what that does is it creates more synergy of experience and opportunity. Um, Whoa, I lost my train of thought there. <laughs> hey, man, well, we started smoking at 420, you know, oh, like, that's, that's what happens. Hey, well, our, yeah. Oh, go ahead. Our tours run um, typically from Wednesday to Sunday. Um, our classic tours start a little earlier around afternoon, and then our Beer and Buds tour is towards the evening around 3.30. And each tour is about three hours. And, uh, yeah, if you go on our website, you can book ahead. Typically, we ask that, yeah, the earlier the better, because like we said, sure. July 4th is around the corner. Um, we have tours booked tomorrow for Mother's Day. We have uh, all these holidays coming up, so we want to make sure that we have save your spot, book your tour now. Yeah. Damn, I should have done that. Whoever did that's a genius, booking it on Mother's <laughs> Got Day. Got you. Yeah. My mom doesn't well, even smoke, but if we went on the tour, I would make her smoke. I'd be like, Mom, you yeah. I bought this ticket. Yeah. <laughs> So. You gotta bring the flowers to all the moms. We want the real flowers. <laughs> the real flowers. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> With that, uh, we do. We are working on creating a, a tour where uh, it is a uh, more family friendly for families that do have kids that uh, ha need uh, cannabis, and we can teach them and help them. Uh, you know, like Amanda and I come from uh, dispensaries where we were giving uh, consultations. We know um, how to help. Uh, families to use products and teach uh, families how to use products and then take them to the dispensary so they feel that little bit more comfort with it as well yeah that's yeah. that's and with really working, valuable working with soul and wellness they also uh, assist with a lot of education and they do education at that facility as well tiffany mm. is amazing and they also will help certify minor patients um, through telemedicine as well as in person so we're not only bringing you the information, we're providing you with the information and connecting you with the right people to hopefully get your medical cannabis card or just learn about cannabis in general. I'm a mom of two daughters, eight and 14, and they know cannabis as mommy's medicine. You know, I'm a 90s kid, went through the D.A.R.E. program and, and Edgar as well. We both grew up in Pilsen. So we grew up and witnessed the war on drugs firsthand at our doorstep. And now the next generation is going to see cannabis as somewhere where you can go and visit a dispensary and have access. And it is medicine and it's, you know, mommy's medicine that she needs that, to feel better. Um, so now we're able to break that stigma generationally, yeah. as well as provide them with the information that, you know, there is a career. Oh, did we lose Amanda? Oh, no. Man, she was on a roll. Well, I I think the yeah, I, I I that's so awesome though that you offer the um uh consultation for like parents because I that struck a personal chord with me. I've got a family member that has cerebral palsy, and it took um a lot of you know passioned arguments to even get them to first of all consider it. Yeah, You know, like they tried all these other pharmaceuticals that weren't working. I mean, like literally you have, I don't want to get into like what 
you know, but there's, you have to, in order to take care of a person like that, like, um, oh, mm-hmm. I think she tough. may be trying to rejoin. Uh, let me tough. make sure that I can see it. But yeah, it's, it's tough. And so like, if you can at least make their life easier, easier, <laughs> it's just, yeah. So yeah. anyway, so we don't have to go down that. I just wanted to say that that is so awesome and valuable that you offer that service for, for folks because, um, some people are, are, t- you know, they don't know and there's not really a good resource to go mm-hmm. to, you know, like some physicians know, but it's really kind of a wash, you know, uh, especially earlier on in this program. If, if you know anything about the Illinois medical cannabis program, like there were a few doctors that would certify, but most because do- we were talking, I don't know if it was before the show or um, before we like hopped on and started recording, we were talking about how it's crazy how there's like Chicago, then you can like leave the city and like there's this whole other part of Illinois, you know, and um, that whole other part of Illinois is pretty much filled with doctors um, that were really hesitant to yeah. uh, recommend medical cannabis for an adult, let alone, you know, a, a child in need, right? So. Um, you know, I say the scary thing with that is, is when you think about it, Cole, just how strong propaganda can be, just how strong a negative message can be if it's repeated too many times. Because, mm-hmm. um, you know, when you put it up to any test, you realize the benefits, whether it's health wise, whether it's uh, mental um, health care wise, you realize the benefits are there. But that propaganda and lies that have lasted for decades will put doctors, will put parents, will put friends assuming something's going to be wrong if this becomes a daily regimen of your life. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy, man. It's crazy. So once again, commend you on, commend you on that. You guys are offering a wonderful service in so many different directions and so many different ways. Um, I'm keeping an eye to see if Amanda came back. Cause I feel bad. She was, she was on a roll. Yeah, she was. Um, yeah. <laughs> But yeah, okay, so chaihaitours.com on Instagram, at chaihaitours. Um, where where else are you guys on social media? Anywhere else? Um, you can find us on all channels. Um, we, are, we are set to actually, all usual channels, that is. We are actually set to open up a TikTok page pretty soon. And cool. Start to hit you with some great little short vids in a moment. Um, That's exciting. Um, and and as, as we progress forward, just opening up new social media um, pages. What I, what I try to do, uh, my team and I, is really try to put one page on lock as far as our popularity and control and then move on to the next page as our processing sure. goals. So I think Instagram is really popular for us. It's really beginning to, it's really beginning to get active and people are really paying attention to us on that, on that particular um, platform. And now moving on to platforms like TikTok, Getting strong on getting strong on platforms like LinkedIn because I think from a business perspective, mm-hmm. there's reasons to want to come on this tour. If you're in corporate America, if you're um, in the educational industry, just to learn more about something that's becoming the new and pretty soon permanent wave. Absolutely. Um, and so, are there any other ways that our listeners? Oh, looks like Amanda's back, so I'm gonna let her yeah, in. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, are there any other ways though that our listeners can support Chai High Tours other than, of course, going on a tour? Can like I see you have like it looks like some swag. Are people able to like go on the website and buy that stuff uh, to yeah. support you? Thanks for asking, Cole. That's one of the next up and coming um, opportunities we're gonna provide on our site is just some 
some cool next level apparel, um, swag that can really have some great little images that can not only rep Chicago, but can really have you walking around representing the cannabis culture. Yeah, and if you don't mind, James, I'm going to take a picture with you really quick because I love the way that stuff looks, and I'm going to post this on my Instagram. So. Oh, absolutely. Uh, yeah, absolutely. it'll be a it'll be a good teaser for our podcast <laughs> when it comes out, you know, because it comes out in like a week. So I'll be able to say I sat down with the folks from Chai High Tours. So, <laughs> so Amanda, welcome back. Uh, I'm glad you, you were on a roll. Ooh, man, she was. She was the internet cut. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Oh no! Uh oh! <laughs> you sound like you sounded like a robot for a second. I think you might have a bad connection. Um, I went. You there? Uh oh! <laughs> it's well, the it she the internet had to cut her off. She was just she was yeah, just going too, too hard. She was going way too, too hard. hard. <laughs> Amanda, your connections. Y'all ain't ready. It sounds like it's coming back to normal, but your uh, connection's a little, uh, a little janky still. So let's hope that it comes back to normal. Um, no, it's okay. It's okay. Uh, it's part of uh, this new, this new world, right? Communication um, piece. Yep. Yeah. So what are you guys smoking on today? I haven't asked you that yet. We were all just smoking a second ago. Let's spark a little bit up too. But I want to hear <laughs> what are you smoking on. Um, I just smoking now and later from, um. Uh, so from a from a recent pickup, but I just uh, harvested uh, some Girl Scout cookies that took me forever to find some actual seeds, and and I hold them very dearly. And uh, I participated <laughs> in a little bit. <laughs> Good stuff, man. Good stuff. I'm smoking on some homegrown myself. For me, I got some actually some Gorilla Glue, um, straight from the West Coast area. Um, I try to microdose a lot now. For me personally, I hope I look younger than what I'm gonna say, but I'm deep in my 40s, so I'm not the I'm not the 10 blunt a day guy or a swift guy. I try to like microdose it, little dots of it, and you know take my little bowl and have fun. Yeah, I wouldn't have guessed you're 40, man. So if you're fishing <laughs> for a compliment, you got one. So, <laughs> Amanda, what you sparking on? I'm smoking on some uh, lemon slushy. It's one of the juice pens by Nature's Grace. See, I like those pens because they're the only disposable pen that you can recharge. Ah. Yeah. yeah. And it's incredible how, how rare that's a feature with, with these. The, the yeah. disposability and the, the, the amount of um, garbage that cannabis, if corporate cannabis creates is incredible. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah. Tell me about it. We talk about that on the show. Um, and we're actually we're going to be having more people on the show that um, are pioneering technology that uh, we already had one person on. His name was Rye from Not Plastic, um, and he's trying to pioneer um, like biodegradable plastics, um, stuff like that, plant based plastics um, and just. I don't know. You'll have to listen to the episode with him. I'm way too high to try to to speak on what it was, but it was like, hey, there we go. We've got people that are talking about exactly what you're talking about and trying to solve the problem. You know, absolutely. So, I just don't understand why the like dispensaries don't offer a recycling system. Why they can't just take the jars and do that whole system? Or why do we have to dispose of them ourselves? 
Yeah. yeah. Well, we'll hopefully see a day where we can. Um, I've been saying this on the show for a long time, and I've been telling people this for, uh, it's been years now, uh, but there were rules passed for uh, refunds and exchanges. They've never been like formally drafted or um, put into effect by, I believe, the, I believe the legislative body is JCAR in Illinois, because there's like five different fucking things involved with cannabis legislation you know from the illinois department of ag to the department of health to jcar yeah. to uh god i can't I, <laughs> yeah there's a there's another one that i can't even think about the illinois <laughs> state police maybe. um you know are obviously involved and and that's they're watching the cameras all the time anyways though um when that happens, I would hope what it means is that you could bring product back on site. And what I would hope that would mean in turn is that pe- they would encourage people to bring back your container, you know, throw them in the box. And I know in some places in Colorado, they give you like a $10, $20 discount for bringing back it. your container. Yeah. yeah. Genius. Which is genius. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, the fact that cannabis is from the ground, it's from the environment, the plant is female, but all of the packaging is still, the majority of packaging, I won't say all, because, you know, some people are switching to glass jars, which are very yeah. helpful, repurposable, um, but the plastic containers are doing such harm to our environment. Why are we so using, why can't we use hemp, you know, containers? Why can't we use other mm-hmm. options? In order to make you know Mother Earth happy and not hurt her, yeah. Harm her. Yeah. yeah, it's a good it's a good question. I and I, uh, yeah, I I've talked to Rye from Not Plastic about it, and this I hope to not make this too dry. But he was talking it was something to do with scaling up. It sounded like a whole bunch of business mumbo jumbo, like as to why <laughs> people aren't doing it right now. You know what yeah. I mean? And um, the other thing is that uh, there are other plants that uh, that I guess can be more readily made into some of these things that that can be you know of course you think cannabis and cannabis is good um, but uh, for specifically plastics I guess um, he was saying that maybe other plants but I we t- we brought the Illinois depart or the Illinois hemp growers association on the show and they were telling us about how hemp can be hemp and cannabis can be used as a building material and it's just so crazy that yeah. we aren't utilizing it in that in that way you know it, it's so true actually um the chicago world fair black in um what was that the 30s i believe part of the buildings that still exist today in chicago are built with materials from hemp wow right now it's a fact yeah that's <laughs> yeah, crazy yep Historically, hemp has been grown in not only in this country, but many countries for many years. And a lot of people of color in other countries, you know, have the opportunity and have that knowledge on how to grow it. And we should be encouraging, you know, businesses and we should be encouraging along with social equity, uh, along with these parallel, you know, businesses that we need and companies and marketing that we need. We should be, you know, joining forces and being able to bring them along um, and not shutting them out with all of the MSOs. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And it, I mean, you can, you can find hemp growing uh, naturally here in the great state of Illinois. Um, so yeah, which, which makes it all the more sickening that like uh, people like, you know, not, but just for a second, 
um, people like Mitch McConnell will hold up their hemp pen and then he'll say something like, yeah, but this isn't, this isn't, uh, you know, he says, I don't endorse hemp's illicit cousin as if it's some whole other plant. And it's like, you should know more than anybody else. Illicit cousin. Yeah, yeah, I believe that's the quote. People can try to, I always encourage people to look it up because again, I'm going to quote Forrest Gump. I am not a smart man. Um, <laughs> um, go ahead, James. I, I think, Cole, that is once again the essential reason why we want to do these tours um, and branch out as much as we can to other cities. Because, you know, when you have a message like that being said, people don't know enough about the cannabis industry, enough yep. about cannabis to be able to spell that as a lie. Right. So Mitch McConnell and others can easily say that, and it's believed by majority because majority don't know enough. Yep. That's where we could come in at. Yeah. I mean, just look at the uh, former House spe- Speaker of the House, Boehner. He's now yeah. on the board at Ingrown yeah. Farms, one of the cultivators that are yeah. here in Illinois. But he has worked diligently in his history, on his resume, to not allow laws in his yeah. own state. But now you're going to sit on the board and collect that yeah, cannabis Yeah, I think he's money? on the... Now you're done. you're cool with weed. I think he's on the board of uh, Acreage Holdings, which, like you say, uh, owns that subsidiary uh, Ingrown Farms. I just wanted to make sh- sure because I was just talking about that earlier today, and now I'm like wondering if Acreage John Boehner Acreage. But yeah, isn't that the craziest anomaly? It's crazy. Yeah, it is Acreage Holdings that he's yeah. on. Which yeah. Acreage. Um, but you find the same thing everywhere, even in Illinois. I mean, I think I think part of some of the reasons why a lot of our social equity opportunities are being held up is because of individuals who were once part of law enforcement who wants to put handcuffs on those um, that have cannabis um, in, in their lifestyle is now investing and in being part of that cannabis dispensaries and, and industry yeah. as far as a money making opportunity. Yeah, it's hypocritical the at the best. Craziest thing to see. <laughs> and you've seen it in other states too, where all of a sudden ex cops and ex-service members are participating and transporting the cash and the goods you know what i mean and it's just like yeah and the worst part is the customer and is really the victim of all this because they don't care about the product they don't care about the quality they don't care about the diversity of products um they just want to make sure they get their money they get their tax money and that's it right yep right yeah well folks let's and it's Oh, no, you go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. You had something to say. I want to hear. I said it's it's through social media. It's through, you know, all of the information that people in the industry of color and people that are trying to fight for true social social equity, and they're the ones that are giving this information out. If no one is hearing it, well, they're going to hear it as loud and clear. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Sorry. I didn't mean to talk over you. You'll have to forgive me. It's just, you know, zoom, um, the, the technology. Um, well, cool. I want to end this thing on a positive note. Um, what do you, what are you guys looking forward most to this summer with, with what you guys are doing? Like the kind I mean, I'm sure I don't, it's all exciting, but com- I'm looking forward to the comedy thing. Definitely. Uh, do you guys have your, like any preferences? <laughs> Uh, honestly, uh, yeah, it's stuff where, where we can, we have a lot of options that we can work with. Uh, you know, the 
in its simplicity, sometimes we just kind of think about what we like to do and then what we like to do when we're high and then make it something put together. So there's endless possibilities of, you know, movie nights, you know, there, there's uh, uh, glass making classes, all these different Fuck things, yeah. uh, puff and painting. Uh, so the, 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 the excitement is really what we really can do. And once the world opens up, uh, we're going to be quickly moving real quickly to get all these things done because um, well, who doesn't want to have fun? Absolutely. Hell yeah. For me, this summer, I'm definitely looking forward um, to the comedy tour. I think that I think that tour is definitely going to be something that um, is going to be very popular. I think Pete laughing and cannabis goes together hard. It, it's like, just like it, it works. Hell yeah. I think the second thing that's going to be most important to me, almost the most important, is just helping everyone that takes our tours this summer, helping them if they didn't already know enough about cannabis, to be able to learn about it in a better atmosphere and environment than per se I had. My way of learning was like in a dark hallway, on the low. And, you know, if my family man walks by, I feel totally ashamed and, and, and like this is a wrong thing. I think we have an opportunity this summer to educate a multitude of people to have, to have a positive approach towards cannabis use. So looking forward to that. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Got me excited. What you looking forward to, Amanda? Um, I'm definitely looking forward to helping every and anyone. You know, I enjoy being able to, you know, help people and give them as much information as we can and being creative in the space of cannabis and being able to help them and give them the knowledge that they're seeking and to make, you know, joint minded people, literally <laughs> unintended. Hell yeah. I love it. I love it. Well, we'll definitely be uh, getting on one of those tours this summer because uh, I am so excited for the return of Chicago, the return of comedy and the, the, the meshing if that's what I, the me, I don't know the merge like the merging of those two gosh I can't yeah I'm bad with words right now you know I'm, I'm trying my best people trying your best <laughs> well you hey, thank you Cole thank yeah, you for having us yeah thank you for the time today go ahead please remind us um, chaihatours.com chaihatours basically everywhere on social media can you go over your uh, so each of your social media handles again and uh, tell our audience uh, goodbye until next time or see you on a tour or whatever <laughs> ladies first what you got Amanda ladies first <laughs> oh I think we might have lost her oh we lost her oh no oh no at 420 on Instagram no, you guys are um, Did I smoke too much? <laughs> I think we, I think we might have smoked too much. <laughs> so Ed, Edgar, I I just uh, I'm gonna have her rejoin uh, maybe, but Edgar, go ahead and uh, remind yeah, us. Yeah, my uh, my Instagram is gonna be Edgar Avela. It's gonna be E D G A R A V L A. Um, yeah, that's where you can find me. Perfect. And for me, James Gordon, you can find me at The Grit Maker. Yes, G-R-I-T, The Grit Maker. Find me there on Instagram. I, I'm pretty much everywhere. That's my handle. Um, you'll be able to find me on all, all channels. Hell yeah. And folks, um, their social media handles will all be in the podcast description if you would like to connect 
uh, with James, Edgar, or Amanda, as well as the website. So you can just copy and paste it right into your browser, your application, whatever you're using, and uh, connect with these cool, cool people. So um, thank you again for your time today, and uh, I look forward to meeting you in person in one of these tours. Come take a tour. Come take a tour. Hell yeah. All right. Cheers, Chillinoy. All right.